0: Greetings and welcome back, co-creatives. I'm Stephen Canyon. So glad you could join us for another adventure of manifesting abundance into our lives. Email address, kineticbelief at stephencanyon.com. stephencanyon.com is the website. Miss Maggie, greetings, bestie. <laughs>
1: Hello, love.
0: How are you, dear?
1: I'm wonderful. Awesome. Yeah. I,
0: I was thinking about this earlier before, well, before we started podcasting. Anyway. Okay. And I was going to ask you, yeah. and I think I know the answer to this question, but what is it that makes you laugh out loud? <laughs> I mean, guaranteed, no doubt, no question. I can count on a, an out loud laugh um, from Maggie oh my in this scenario. You, you answer the question, though.
1: You want me to answer? Yeah. What is it? Like a person or a movie or something? Or? No,
0: just whatever, what is um, it in general in life that'll just make you laugh out loud? What is the button? And um, you? And by the way, you can push your own button.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, I can. Um, oh my goodness, I I don't know because and it's hard. I don't know because I can't think of anything that doesn't.
0: Well, okay, I'll help you out here because I, I did put you I'm on sh- the spot. I
1: was going to say you obviously have some sort of direction. And
0: I, I felt I figured this out about you a long time ago because you know I've done some acting in my past.
1: Oh, I know what it is. What is it? You tell me to deliver. <laughs> I'm, I can't even say it. You tell me to deliver a line, as if I'm an actress in a movie,
0: and you're you lose it. You're gone. <laughs> It is the cutest thing. Just, I don't know why I was just thinking about that. Just but. the
1: idea, the, the, the visual of me as, as as a serious actress is, I think, maybe the funniest thing. Okay,
0: folks, all i got to do is I come up with one line, and I say, Okay, Meg, all right, get ready now. You're on camera, and three, two, one, action. And I give it to her, and she melts. She falls to the floor, and it crumbles. I'm sweating. It's the funniest thing. You're
1: making me sweat.
0: Okay, let's try it. Now I want you to no. say say this. Okay, say, and I want you to do it just like you're in character. Of what character? Um, oh, I don't know. Okay, hmm. well, let me think. Well, tu- let's turn it around and let's say, let's say that you are you are the love interest in Gone with the Wind, and you're going to say that line. Frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. Okay, are you ready to say it? <laughs> now, you got to say this now. Be very serious about it because this has been a very intense scene. <laughs> Ready? In three, two, one, action. I can't breathe.
1: <laughs> Stop it. I'm sweating.
0: Just be serious for a moment. All right, go. <laughs> Frankly, I can't do it. <laughs>
1: okay. Oh, that's oh, so stupid. That funny. makes me I sound dumb. No, it doesn't. <laughs> yes, it, <laughs> it does. Not a,
0: you're probably not alone. Oh, my alone in that. I really I wish am you sweating. guys could see what I'm seeing right oh, now.
1: I can't. Oh. You know what it is, Steve? What? I just have the hardest time taking myself seriously. I just I think life is ridiculous. I think <laughs> I think us hurtling through space on this little blue marble into infinity is ridiculous and life is ridiculous and so <laughs> to to be put on the spot of of being serious and taking myself seriously, I just can't I can't.
0: Do you remember we were at that, I don't remember the name of the little theater in Charleston, and it was just, I think they can seat maybe 15 people, Charleston, South Carolina. Yes. And there was this production we went to see, and it was all comedy. There are two guys in it.
1: Um, Two guys play like eight roles. And they play eight roles, and
0: it is just absolute silliness. Uh Uh-huh. And you lost it. You're just sitting there. You're just, and you told me later, the reason was.
1: Well, the reason was just that all of a sudden I found it so hilarious that you and I were just in this position watching watching this unfold and and it just felt so awkward and ridiculous and oh god all the decisions of my life have led up to me sitting here watching these two guys act crazy (laughs) it's just (laughs) i i think it's the big picture of life that gets me one more thing one more thing all right here's here's one other one okay so what
0: was your favorite thing to do as a kid
1: my favorite thing
0: to yeah, do your as a f- kid. Uh, let me just say one of them. Probably the f- when you say what was the favorite or the. I mean, you just thing, like, that's like impossible to like answer. Like just a
1: on a uh, random day, what do I like yeah, to do? What was a favorite thing? Uh, I like to climb trees. I climb like trees. To read.
0: You've told me often about treasure hunts.
1: Oh yes, yeah, so those were pretty special. Yeah, so I had the the best grandparents in the entire world, and uh, Papa and Nana would they so we would go to their house every Friday. And so they would anticipate that visit and have the most amazing adventures planned for my sister and myself. And one of them occasionally was they would create this very, it was very elaborate, these very elaborate pirate treasure maps and draw them and then take us out into the woods and, and let us follow and find the treasure. And they would literally go out there the week before burying things. For what us a to, gift, right? Oh gosh, it was fantastic.
0: Hmm. Who doesn't like a good treasure hunt? Well, oh, it was great. Probably some people don't, but I am... I'm a sucker for <laughs> a treasure hunt myself.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. They would even do treasure hunts for us to find our presents on our birthdays and Christmas. Wow! So you would open Lucky. an envelope oh, with gosh. you know the first clue, and it was great. Mm. They were they were ridiculously fun and adventurous. I wanted
0: to go down to South America and look for a metal library years ago. I didn't go. <laughs> I wanted to, you know, what I just think finding a treasure. Oh, I mean, what kids? Yes just the what imagination to, right yeah we went out and we kind of looked for a treasure
1: we kind of looked up we in the uh,
0: yellowstone
1: we hardcore looked for if any of you have
0: ever heard of forest finn and his treasure yeah. we heard about it and so we said let's do it yes. and we spent a, a few days
1: in grizzly digging around under rocks forest.
0: <laughs> it was a blast it was
1: amazing and
0: it was just the hunt I have to say,
1: it was really funny to sort of come out into a clearing, and we had been going, you know, they say there are a lot of grizzlies around here, but it doesn't seem like there are. And we we came out into a clearing, and there was grizzlies, scat, and beds that they had been making everywhere. Big time. Major.
0: And then I looked it up, and sure enough, there had been... I don't know how many people accosted by grizzlies well, in that area. They're
1: just, it's, there's, the population is huge It was up there.
0: Um, but beyond made it, West Yellowstone, yeah. up in the mountains. But not that there, make way it way sort of like in there, more, in Montana.
1: more edgy and adventurous? I think so. I mean,
0: it's crazy. It makes
1: it more exciting to tell the story at least.
0: <laughs> well, anyway, that's always fun. Yeah. Let's, let's prepare to gain knowledge and <sighs> uh, mending fences for the abundant life. We want the enlightenment mm. of today's topic just to have a place to land and into our our consciousness mm-hmm. yes. so let's let's prepare mm-hmm. our presence right now and focus on just having a sense of presence turn inward and just let's begin focusing on just the sense of presence where you are right now and come into this moment ignore what's going on around you and just come into the present moment release uh, thoughts of the future release the noise chatter of the past conversations you may have been having just prior to starting the podcast today and be right here be right now be present be aware of your sensory presence how does your body feel now notice what you see notice what you see not with words Just allow the awareness of your environment to be a form. Don't define it, just allow it to be. Don't attract a belief to what you see either. Just be in this moment. Notice what you hear beyond my voice. Allow that sound to just be don't believe anything about this sound. Just let it be. Now intensify this presence. Intensify this awareness. Intensify it with the expectation and with the gratitude that something very important is about to happen. this is the moment that something memorable is going to happen. Increase your awareness of the importance of this moment. Nothing else is going on in your mind. Now, you've entered awareness in between thoughts. Let's allow a thought to enter in to our awareness. Bring the image of your purpose into this present moment. Remind yourself of what your purpose is what life you're advancing. See the purpose of the life you're advancing is already done in this moment. This is not wishful thinking. This is the presence of who you are. Uh, This moment is enough to contain all that you are. Let your muscles go soft. Release every tension. Focus on letting each muscle be soft. Now keep your frame, your bones, especially the spine upright. Stay in this present moment. The thread that's holding you up that's not an act of your willpower it's life energy in your body and that life energy that's within you that's holding you up feel the presence of your life energy feel it in your hands feel it in your chest in this very moment Feel that presence of your life energy. Life energy feels good, doesn't it? It feels good because it's the substance of joy. Now deep, deeply breathe in. Let it out. Mending fences for the abundant life we're now ready. Do you have a strong force of presence that's around you, and I believe you probably do right now, mm, yes. or are there holes in your identity? Mm. Maybe there's some identity. Some holes. I- identify, identify your holes that you're carrying with you here today. Today we're going to find out how we can fortify our force of presence to keep to be able to keep sickness and poverty, stress and anxiety out of our lives. One small breach in the patience of our determination. That is all that it takes to lose momentum, to lose that advancement of life, advancing our mind, body, and soul. We both love horses. We both, we grew up with them. We adore those animals. And you were telling me recently how much you enjoyed not only riding Taking care of horses. Yes. You were like, Steve, is there anything that is more special to you than cleaning the hoof of a horse? <laughs> <I
1: didn't laughs> or something say that. like that. <laughs> well it sounds ridiculous when you say it. <laughs> I didn't
0: I'm know how thinking, I said, sounded... well, there's a few things <laughs> I can
1: think of. <laughs> it's it's one of those things that I find oddly <laughs> satisfying. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, when they've been out in the pasture and you can take the pick and just really, right. you know, clean them up. But the whole process, I find, it's it, the, I the find whole, it satisfying. The it's brushing, the washing, right? the braiding the mane, the, the whole thing. I lived on the
0: back of a pony when I was 11 years old. In fact, I had a pony before that's I had a bike.
1: You were, I have to say, that's the most ridiculous part of your childhood story to me, is the fact that you not only had a pony, but you, that you bought a pony. And took care of it and boarded it yourself.
0: That's ridiculous. <laughs> well, well it was just a desire. I yeah, rode, I rode that pony all over town. I mean, I, <sighs> rode, I rode Duchess, and that was her name. I rode her to my friend's houses, to the neighborhood swimming pool. I delivered newspapers on her. She <laughs> took me fishing, and uh, she took me to the store for a bag full of candy. Oh. I mean, Duchess was my Cadillac. And we went everywhere I love together. It. I but love it. one day, as I was riding around um, her pasture, I saw a small area of the fence that was broken. Mm-hmm. And, well, you know, I'm 11 years old. I didn't think too much about it. I just saw it. And it was a small space. So I just decided to wait to figure out how maybe one day I would fix it or not. You know, I, I did notice it though. Mm-hmm. Well, I didn't do anything about it. And then, sure enough, one early morning, I got up to go on my uh, newspaper route, and I looked out the window and I saw Duchess standing at the back door. <laughs> That's amazing. Now, here's the deal: I lived several miles from her pasture, and she had to cross a busy highway <laughs> and travel along several different roads to get to my back to my back door, and that one small. Unfortified area in that fence could have cost me dearly. Mm. Mm. And, I mean, my pony could have been killed while attempting to get to me. Mm. History books are filled with stories of fortified cities that were intentionally built to prevent enemies from overtaking them. Mm -hmm. Protection from enemies that wish to destroy them and and then everything that they represented. Uh, One of my favorite places in the world to go is to Edinburgh, Scotland. And if you've ever been there, there is the old castle that still remains. You can tour the castle. It's up on. It's called Castle Edinburgh, mm. or Edinburgh Castle, yeah. and it's on top of uh, the what's the remnants of a lava dome. And it it was built 1,500 years ago, and has been occupied since you know I think t- three or four hundred BC, but. Mm. It's just this incredible old structure, but as history tells the story, there was at one point in time when um, Edinburgh was continually under attack by the, the English, and they had, I think it was 18, 20, 30,000 people, the entire population of the city were was inside of this fortress for protection,
1: mm-hmm.
0: protection from enemy that wished to destroy them and everything that they represented. So... Such was the price of potential destruction that every hole or breach in the wall in all of these different scenarios throughout history are continually attended to. I mean, people have to pay attention to the walls, and they would fill them in, and he constantly making repairs, leaving no gaps in protection. They had to pay attention to potential danger, to remain protected from potential danger. They had to be um, good stewards over how they lived every single day, where they lived, and watchmen over their best lives.
1: Proactive, yeah.
0: That word fortified, it means strong, and it means secure. A fortified city has been made strong so that it, it cannot be captured. It can't be taken over to become something that the occupiers don't intend for it to be well the same thing is true for the kinetic believer the person who is moving forward toward a clearly defined belief for advancement we examine the fences of our beliefs and we do it continually by inspecting the borders of our purpose to prevent any kind of failure from entering in
1: that's what i love about my journal it's it's my grounder it keeps my focus on my my borders so that I can keep from being distracted by the, all the negative things, by negative people. Well, you
0: know, protecting our purpose before we need protection, that's wisdom. I
1: love that. And
0: you do it before before there's a problem.
1: So it's easier before, right? Well,
0: <laughs> apparently not because most people do it after. Right. After the fact, after the damage has been done.
1: Well, you know, it's, it's hard to get the enemy out of the fortress and then patch it than just patching it. But, yeah,
0: <laughs> that's, that's well put. You know, I was hired to anchor the 6 o'clock news for a television station when I was 23 years old. Wow. And just a few months into that job one morning, a gunman came into that station, into the television station, shot and killed our general sales manager, this young man that was had just moved up, just a sweetheart of a guy. Mm. He was shot and killed, and the gunman took our receptionist hostage. God, goodness. He took her home with him. And she was then finally released after, um, gosh, she was a host of one of the shows that we were airing. Uh, he produced a tape that was used by law enforcement. They went out and they actually broadcast that tape. Into the, the, the guy's house, mm-hmm. and the host of the show promised not to spy on him anymore through his television set, which he wasn't oh. doing, but the guy was just, you know, he was, he needed that he was out message. of his mind. Wow. And then the gunman that he was arrested sent away to a mental institution. Oh my but he, I had to go on the air that same night and report about what happened where I was working. Well, within just a few more days after that, Meg, secu- security doors, cameras, alarms, all these things were installed at the, the television station, and they weren't there before this right. happened. It was only after the damage had been done mm. that the, the, the borders of, of our, the parameter of where we were working mm. for a purpose was then secured. Negative, destructive energetics could no longer sneak through uh, an unfortified barrier to cause destruction inside of that television station. Look, wherever you are in life, as soon as you decide that you want to make the unwavering decision that you want to advance to become your authentic, beautiful, one-of-a-kind, extraordinary self... Begin by putting a stop to the destructive, negative force of decay in your life by not allowing it to sneak through those small, broken areas of your life and shut those negative beliefs out once and for all. Right now, today, look, if you're breathing, you're alive, which <laughs> means it's, it is now, now is the time to fortify your space and keep destructive beliefs out on the outside not only during some kind of crisis, but every day of your life.
1: You know, somebody asked the other day if they should only work in their 100-day guided journal just a couple of beliefs at a time. So should I only work on these beliefs just one at a time, or should I do them all together? Um, You know, should they go through the 100 days believing for just a couple of things and then start on new things all over again?
0: Every kinetic belief requires a corresponding action for manifestation. Hmm. And it is, it's always the holistic approach, Meg, that desiring the biggest picture of success for our life. That is the way of advancing our purposeful lives. And so the pursuit of just one goal, um, if you just do one or two things through the process of the 100 days working mm-hmm. through the guided journal, mm-hmm. it's actually going to just lead you to dissatisfaction. You'll be dissatisfied with the one or two things. It's all of it that has to go together. And because, for example, what good is it to have a million dollars if you're always sick? Right. Or to look and feel great, but you're broke. Mm -hmm. Or have a million dollars and you're you're healthy and you feel good and you've got all this money, but you're depressed and anxious and strife and you're bitter. Mm. Yeah. Okay, (laughs) so no... What we do is we recreate our kinetic beliefs, and we do it for happiness, joy, health, peace, prosperity, abundance in every area of life. Float all of these together to the top. Right. And then with each belief, it's imperative, it's vital that we develop a corresponding action to become a way of life where each belief is concerned. Now that we've created the blueprint for the positive expansion of our territory, we fortify the space around our subjective beliefs. The fortification of our belief border, that is one of the most important things that we do of all things. And it can be especially um, challenged during a crisis, you know, a pandemic or any kind of crisis that's going on around us. Look, we were talking about this earlier today. Tests are part of life. Yes. And this reality is filled with alternatives to our genius of purpose, for example. And a lot of those will appear disguised as some kind of a better plan. You know, just as soon as you think you've got it all figured out and what your genius of purpose is and the very thing that you're going to dedicate um, your your desires to and your motivation to and your aspirations to, once you've determined all of that, then here comes this little voice, this other person, (laughs) this other idea, this better quote suggestion for you that then turns you away from the best plan that you had uh, structured for your life. No, the best plan is always the plan. And a lot of people are paralyzed by, uh, and they stop what they're pursuing to chase after what appears to be a better plan. This is just another way of becoming double-minded.
1: Isn't that it? Being double-minded can be paralyzing. That's such a perfect word. You know, just too many choices. uh, Forget coming to a crossroads. It can be like... Coming to a roundabout, and you don't know where to exit. I never do know where to exit on a roundabout.
0: That's why I do the driving. I always, got, I was, <laughs> you, I always you, get stuck in the center you're actually, somehow. You're a real, you're a very good driver, by the way. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, no problem. But. but I,
1: It's confusing. (laughs) But I
0: think, yes, I agree with that. I think it would just be like if you've never gone around a roundabout, like they have plenty of them over in the UK, and you go round and round and round, and there's eight different exits. Sometimes it can be a little challenging to know where to get off.
1: Especially when traffic's coming from the direction you're not (laughs) used to. You're already driving
0: on the wrong side of the car and on the wrong side of the road. (laughs) Right.
1: I do love, um, I want to touch back for a quick second on what you said about uh, taking a holistic approach to everything. And I love the way that... It, you said it. You said you know, allowing everything to sort of float up together. This idea that your life is this giant web—it's all tethered together, and it is all interconnected. And one seemingly unconnected thing is absolutely connected. And and remembering that it, it's actually encouraging because. That holistic approach, I think it helps us to sort of get our arms around the idea of the life that we really want to be living.
0: Well, it leads to joy and happiness and being content and peace and all those things because, look, a lot of people that are new to kinetic belief, the law of attraction, new to meditating on desires and then having those come to pass in their lives, they'll start off with something like uh, desiring the Lamborghini. Yeah. And they put all their their energetics toward that thing, and then uh, if if... <laughs> if they follow through with that long enough, and the Lamborghini ends up in the driveway, then then they they lose it because they can't pay taxes on it. They forgot to include <laughs> yeah. include the money, yeah. the wealth, the abundance, or and all those things. So it is a holistic approach that leads to our best life.
1: Well, and I have to say that that's such a powerful thing to to notate the Lamborghini analogy because I have to say when I first started Kinetic Believe many many years ago. It, it The whole beginning of that process was even getting to know myself and realizing that so many of my supposed desires were just things that I had seen someone else with. And so you're right. I mean, it's that holistic approach that's going to guarantee peace and guarantee satisfaction and guarantee heart's desires.
0: Look, double-mindedness is the result of not knowing who we are. And Mm -hmm. so we chase after, like you said, something somebody else has, their dream, their aspiration, and it just leads to Mm double-mindedness. We have to know who we are. And it comes from not unconditionally loving our purpose in our lives, and that leads to not knowing who we are. Double-mindedness comes from self-doubt. It comes from the need for validation from other people. A double-minded person loses today whatever they may have gained yesterday. Mm. An unwavering belief will not fail you. And it's the nature of the substance of belief that it must become what is believed. Of all the borders that we need to be most concerned about fortifying, it is that of our chosen beliefs.
1: So how exactly can we fortify our beliefs uh, you know, I know the the 100 day guided journal has absolutely been that tool to center my expectations for our life together. But how do we fortify those our borders of belief?
0: Well, keep yourself separated from the collective's loudest voices of persuasion. First of all, don't. In other words, don't let the media, uh, television, friends, or family <laughs> talk you into abandoning what it is that you believe to be true about yourself. Wow. Yeah. Uh, Keep the genius of your purpose before the gates of your senses. Our sensual gates, those are the lens of our eyes, for example. In the words of our mouth and in the ears, our ears all the time, it's those gates. Remember, here's, here's one way to think about it. A, a low-level gate entry of positive energetics equals low belief level, which equals quitting. Quitting giving up don't quit and we we keep our articles of faith stirred up in our awareness and we speak aloud our affirmations every day and we plan then a corresponding action for each belief go ahead and and like the question you asked i think from uh, had an email or one of our listeners yes. asking about how many beliefs is an appropriate number to work through the journal with have a hundred. <laughs> the the number is not significant. What is significant is that you take the time uh, to do the practical step, steps of kinetic belief for every belief, but make sure that you are including a corresponding action yeah. for each belief. How many hours in the day does that take? What, <laughs> it, what is it that you're working on? Yeah. And only you can answer that. And then we also fortify our beliefs by choosing our friends wisely. Yes. Uh, did you know people who you spend time with used to that were making poor choices, and actually, people that make poor choices are more likely to make those same choices themselves if you're hanging around them. If you hang, if you got a group of friends that just their entire life is a wreck, mm-hmm. or they just make horrible choices where well, personal choices are concerned. Chances are more likely that you yourself will make the same kind of poor choices for yourself. So choose your friends wisely. Who we spend time with matters. The wise walk with the wise. Spend time with people who are full of positive expectations, positive beliefs, and the presence of positivity will absolutely fortify your own beliefs. We fortify our beliefs by being grateful every single day.
1: So how do we know if we're actually centering ourselves in the manifesting energetics of gratitude?
0: One way to know um, is by the presence of excitement. Hmm. You know, and I'm not talking about the, the false kind, but the presence of excitement. We're enthusiastic Uh, We're excited. We're eager. Eagerness is a form of enthusiasm and excitement, And, and we're patient in our excitement. In other words, it doesn't wane because we ran out of the adrenaline. But it's that expectation that you know that um, those the gift of whatever is coming your way. You've been told that your birthday is going to be fantastic, and it's three months out. Well, you don't lose that excitement for right. three months, do you? Truly. And so we're as such we're fortifying our beliefs and attracting positive manifestations into our situation, making sure the energetics are continuing to attract the energetics for those good things mm. to continuously every single day of our lives show up in our lives because we're. We're eager, we're enthusiastic, we're always excited. Um, We then, we benefit from the things that are aligned with our expectations as creatives. That's always coming toward us, the eagerness of our gratitude. Look, we can fortify the creative borders in our lives. And and this I keep coming back to this. This has been a question that's come up quite a bit lately, and it's because of this, the the year twenty twenty, and all the the supposed negative energetic swirling about the entire globe. We can. Fortify our creative borders in our lives, even during a crisis, regardless of what the crisis is, regardless of the way things may appear. It, It really doesn't matter if it's a pandemic, if it's the threats of war, or if a meteor just landed in the center of the Pacific. Regardless of whatever it is that's going on in the physical world around us, we can fortify our creative borders in every area of our lives. We don't have to talk tolerate disruptions to perfecting our lives in any area it's like the movie avatar actually
1: (laughs) i love that
0: movie (laughs) i mean think about it here's here's this it was a race of uh, sapient humanoids and they're (laughs) indigenous to the moon that they were living on living their perfected lives beautiful inhabiting the forests Swinging from the trees, riding butterflies and dragons around—who wouldn't <laughs> want to do that? A great life, harmoniously they were living it within their purpose. When they were then invaded by a group of human colonists that show up and they that threatened the very existence of the Pandoran ecosystem that they were enjoying. <laughs> well, those invaders had an alternative belief, yeah. a different way of seeing things. Mm-hmm. And they were competitive, and they were competitively immersed in the energetics of greed, and which is fear-based, a fear of not having enough. And the opposing reality was then this threat to that uh, Pandoran peace. And the threat was validated through the access that they gained, the colonists had, to this otherwise peaceful world. Wow. They showed up there in the middle of this enchanted forest, uninvited. So it would seem. And of course, then the battle for independence ensued, made for a great movie. But the takeaway from the story of Avatar is that the con- that constant diligence is the thing that's required in a universe that's steeped with all these alternative realities, all these different agendas. They exist, and so we don't deny their existence. Uh, On the contrary, we recognize their existence, so we do something about it in preparation of those energetics somehow showing up uninvited, having access, that arise, and then those agendas arise out of, it's just an abuse of a conscious negative collective, and it's real, it's tangible, and it's out there, and so we have to be mindful that those things do exist. The single uh, most common purpose of every human life is for each person to kinetically believe the very best to develop from within the abundant life. All we have to do is to build a fortress around our peace, our joy, our happiness, health, and abundance so strong, so defiant, so resolved, and so determined that no negative colonist can penetrate it under any condition. So we fortify those creative borders around our physical body. This is impaired. This is one of those things that I think we should talk about in every podcast. Again, right. what good would it be to have all these other things if we just let the physical vessel for carrying the spiritual being that we drop into the natural with, if we just let those decay and become useless? Mm. What right. good is an automobile if, it, if the tires are flat and the motor doesn't run <laughs> and, the, and the fuel tank's full of sludge? yes. It won't get you anywhere. Now, our physical body, we feel it. We can feel the friction of negative energetics circling around us. And that's a protective feeling that we have. It's natural to our, our uh, advancing experience for the best life to be able to sense these things that are destructive to the physical body that we inhabit. the The difference between... The colonists in the movie Avatar and the destructive imaginations of life is the substance of fear. Can only stop our best life plans from manifesting when uh, when fear is allowed and fear is allowed to enter in mm. to come onto the into the inside of us. The destructive energetics of fear cannot cannot enter into the constructive substance of belief where it is not willfully permitted where it is not authorized by our belief
1: what does fear require to enter in i mean the noise in the world of doubt worry and fear it's everywhere and we don't want it to ever enter in so
0: yeah well we remain diligent to fix holes in the fence around our creative border we have mm-hmm. to pay attention Dil- we have to be diligent diligence A penetrable border is compromised by worry. Our kinetic belief is stopped by doubt, strife, negative judgments, arguing. You're continuing to have the same arguments with the same people year after year after year. Stress, anxiety. All of these things, these labels that we've given, those things are rooted in the substance of fear. How can we fortify our creative imaginations from negative energetics entering in? One way is to take an inventory of the borders around our physical body. Climb up on your horse and ride
1: fences.
0: (laughs) Check for broken posts.
1: You know, I always think about that so much. Whenever we would do our road trips up in the northwestern part of the United States, and you would find yourself on this highway, this lonely highway, and you're just passing you know, what you know is just hundreds of thousands of acres and it's all fenced in. Mm. And I would always think, who is looking? Who is out here? Uh, and, and as soon as you get to the end of one, you got to start over. I mean, I'd like to you, be you, that you?
0: guy. I think it could be a, a, a fun job if you enjoy the solitude But They probably, a lot of that's done by helicopter now. They actually, in, drones and or drones something. would be a good way to do it. But you got either way, you have to do it. You have to do <laughs> you it. You got to pay attention. You know, for example, where where have the negative colonists of fear taken up territory um, in your health, in your body? Mm. Are they in there? Have you recognized it, or are you are you know, are you just going about life not paying attention mm. to the the negative energetics of those colonists that have come in that have started to uh, eat away in a very small way at your physical presence? Where exactly are the disruptions to your physical avatar located? I mean, where have they attached themselves? This is how we pay attention with the drones or the helicopters They're riding horses and looking for these these breaches that may have occurred in our life. Does the enemy of alter, alternate negative beliefs have you somehow convinced that it's okay? Maybe you believe, for example, that you're going to always have those allergies. <laughs> I've had them since I was a kid, so it's just who I am. It's that negative thing. What's happened? It's become a part of your identity. And so we've accepted it as such. Mm. Hi, I'm Steve and I have allergies.
1: (laughs) That's what we do.
0: I have those. They've become me. Or maybe you believe that you'll never be able to lose weight. Mm. Oh, it's just my genetics. This is the way that I I am. It's who I am. And I know you love me for who I am. Yes, I do. I love you exactly like you are, which has nothing to do with your health being perfected. You believe maybe because you've been told so many times that you're just certain to inherit your father's heart disease. Wow. Well, you, you know, he died from it. Your brother died from it. And your other brother, he's got it, so you know it's, you've got it just wow. as well. So you believe that. You believe that you will contract COVID-19 because you've been told everybody's getting it. Do like the song Desperado says, ride your border fences every day, checking for holes and don't leave even a small hole in your fence.
1: <laughs> Isn't that it? You know, just being vigilant, keeping um, keeping up with looking for those small things because they can seem like no big deal. But like you're saying, left unchecked, they they can just absolutely take over. So what are some practical things that we can do to mend our fences, so to speak?
0: Well, fortify the creative borders around your physical body by doing just a few exercises in awareness. For example, speak only health and healing, for goodness sakes. Speak only health and healing. Don't open a hole in your borders with your words by agreeing with bad reports, by aligning what you say with what other people are saying that's negative. Obey the natural physical laws of life, and those include diet and exercise and staying out of stress and laugh <laughs> what is it? know your own buttons and if you got to go into a room by yourself and say okay Megan I got to say a line from from Gone with a Wind ready go and make yourself laugh <laughs> remind yourself of who you are what your purpose is and who you are advancing to become more of each day remind yourself of your highest viewpoints for your genius of purpose. Remind yourself of your greatest forward thinking and use thought forms to holistically see yourself in that position in life, even when you think you don't need them. Even when you think it's not something you gotta have right now. And it has nothing to do with need. It has everything to do with desire and replace the, even the concept of need and not need with this desire and just know that there is more than enough to go around to satisfy every desire that there should ever be and then expect to live in perfect bodily health all the days of your life Accept nothing less. Don't ex- don't be one that says, every year at this same time, I get a cold. Well, you know me, after the first of the year, after New Year's Eve, for one week every year, I will have, and I've always had, the flu. Well, those are habitual ways of talking that absolutely result in those negative things from showing up in your life. Look, imagine the holistic, perfect function of your physical health regularly. Do it every day. This is a way of life for the kinetic believer. Speak protection from destruction over your health every single day. Get your back up. I mean, just get... Get bold in your determination to be adamant that the enemy of doubt, worry, and fear cannot—it cannot—occupy a second thought. You will not become double-minded where these negative energetics of thought are concerned in your life. And speak to the negative thing if you have to. I love doing this. You'll hear me talking out loud all the time. I will get the broom and ch- and chase a negative thought out the back door if I have to.
1: <laughs> it's true
0: by telling it to get <laughs> <laughs> lost. True, listen and listen to these or other edifying podcasts just as often as possible. Saturate yourself into these these positive things.
1: That's it, isn't it? Just keep feeding on positive source influencers, this this podcast, other sources that feed positivity into our expectations. You know, it's like It's easy to be happy when I'm around happy people the same way as it's so easy to be angry around angry people. Isn't
0: that true? Yes. Choose to be on purpose, to be joyful. Mm -hmm. It is a choice. And this happens when we determine that, you know what? I will no longer allow myself to be led by my emotions. Mm -hmm. I will not be led by my feelings. No, they're going to follow after me. So regardless of how I feel today, I choose to be joyful. Why is this important? It's because our emotions are always changing. And so if we allow ourselves to, be, to follow after our emotions, to be led by emotions, well, we'll be double-minded in all of our pursuits. And yes, even during what may appear to be a crisis. We can choose to be joyful. Mm-hmm. The substance yeah. of joy fortifies us with the strength of supernatural power when we start to feel weakened by circumstances, weakened by, by negative uh, influencers in our lives. The strength of joy is the, is the substance that it's not only centered within the essence of our spiritual being, but it also it comes from within to strengthen us mentally and emotionally as well as physically. And also, and this is so important, fortify the creative borders around your attraction of wealth. Wealth is vital. It is important. It's part of the bigger holistic picture of our successful lives. And now that our health is taken care of, we've all got that figured out now. <laughs> yes. We're all healthy and doing just great. Thank you very much. Let's include our finances. Yeah. The destructive yes. uh, avatar colonist has also come to our kingdom borders has climbed up to the top of that lava dome has come into our our forest filled with avatars to steal from us and not just a, a few pennies either the decay of doubt wants all of it right it's it's entering in to take all that it can find of any kind of value so the force of theft is now against us wow it's against our happiness It's against our ability to give to others and against our ability to live the abundant life that the creative passion of love has given to us, has provided for us. Look, the greed of devouring energetics is especially eager to break in during a time when we may have invited fear in, and it requires an invitation.
1: Yeah, that's true. Yes, it does.
0: It has to be invited to come in. Or doubt or worry uh, due to some kind of a crisis invites it to come in. When our kinetic belief might be challenged and put to the test, if we decide to move over into doubt and worry and fear, we're inviting those devouring energetics to come in and do just what they're designed to do, and that is to devour and to steal from us and to take away and corrupt what was meant for good.
1: So what do we do to prevent those thieves of destructive energetics from stealing the substance of our wealth, our increase, our abundance? You know, I'm always, always almost obsessively looking for that action to connect to and to go with my belief. Yeah, well,
0: isn't it something that most people already lock their doors? I mean, they have car alarms. We got uh, we protect the our pin numbers on our debit cards, and just about everybody (laughs) takes steps to keep the thieves out. Some people put bars on their windows. We definitely lock the doors and do all those things. How much more do we need to do the same thing in the creative belief realm? Here are some of the ways to protect ourselves from the ultimate financial thief from entering in. Benevolent giving. I can't say enough about this and what it represents energetically. And, and this is a big one. And it's simple, really, because where there is no unconditional love for others, well, there's no giving of our wealth, of our substance, there's no giving of our care, of our concern, and, and where there is no giving, you see, we have no creative borders, even in a crisis. The person who has no compassion for others, no unconditional love for others, has completely lifted themselves. A a narcissistic person is rooted in the energetics of fear, period. That's the space they're occupying. That's their place. Fear that they aren't enough. Fear that someone else might be recognized other than them. Someone else may get the accolades. Someone else may be living a better life. Someone else may be whatever it is, which comes from needing to be praised by people, recognized by people, lifted up by someone else because of low self-esteem. Full circle, which is then rooted in fear. Validation is sought after. Uh, greed and, and, and validation, is It takes. It takes in order to increase. And the result of that is the presence of greed and insatiable appetite, which then does not give. Mm -hmm. That's why... Benevolent giving is so vital to to the beginning of attracting even greater things. These people who don't do that, who are centered within self and not in the energetics of unconditional love, have convinced themselves that, you know what, compassionate care and giving and all those things, that's just not necessary for personal growth. In fact, they believe that it's somehow going to cost them.
1: So how exactly does generosity attract more money
0: well the substance of the fear of not having enough will prevent the attraction of money period right giving wow. keeps us in the continual kinetic belief flow of attraction and attracting more wealth into our lives this is the reciprocal law of replenishment rooted within the, within the positive energetics of unconditional love that never fails. Another way to protect ourselves from the financial thief of negative energetics is to stay out of debt. I mean, here's where things can become entangled and sticky and all that really quickly. And it's a high level of deception. Somebody says, well, I need it now. I want it now. And hey, Steve, zero interest for 90 days. That's pretty cool, don't you think? I mean, I've been believing for it, and look what I've attracted.
1: It's, it's, it's pretty cool for 90 days.
0: <laughs> I've attracted no interest for 90 days. No, it's not cool. Actually, that is a trap. Wow. Yeah. When we borrow money, we're moving our beliefs regarding wealth into alignment with the demands of the lender. Someone who's been given authority by us, over us, to come in and tear holes in the fence around attracting and manifesting wealth. You see, all things go together, like we started today's podcast talking about. It's the rising of the tide it's the floating of all of it holistically, all of it going up together. The desire for a joyful, prosperous, peaceful existence requires that we stay in kinetic belief to attract our abundance in all of these things. So here, here are some additional things that you know we really should avoid while meditating in our manifesting journals to attract money. Words have substance. We talk about this all the time. When I speak right now, as I speak, my words are filled with the energy of thought forms that's being created, filled with the energetics of belief. Now, and there is a conundrum here in that I don't have to believe that what I'm saying is true to activate the cause and effect of the words that I'm speaking. Wow the subconscious state of being doesn't know what the conscious state of being believes to be true. So whatever I consider to say or do, if it happens to be good for me, attracts into my life what is good for me. In the same way, whatever I consider to say or do, even if it happens to be bad for me, attracts into my life what is bad for me. So here I am and Now I understand that speaking right words, words filled with the wisdom for the abundant life, that is going to be a part of my success as a kinetic believer. So perhaps you've not been able to get ahead financially. Maybe right now you're facing a financial crisis of some kind in your life. Notice what you're saying. Pay attention to the words that you're speaking. Keeping your words in line with what you desire, not what you see not what's in your bank account, not what you may be experiencing. Keeping your words in line with what you desire, that is the way to attract increase. But if you keep telling others or yourself that you can't pay your bills or you don't have any money, guess what? Because you are a creative creator, created in the image of the creator, with the authority to speak and then see... That's exactly what you're going to get. You'll get no money to align with your complaint. The abundance of wealth is all around us. The substance of wealth is actually one of the most accessible flows for attraction that there is in the entire universe. The universe was immersed in abundant supply source for expansion. It is not a respecter of persons. It's vastly available to every single human being. Regardless of your purpose in life, all that's required is the daily kinetic belief to attract wealth in every area.
1: Mm, wow! Yeah.
0: It doesn't matter what we've been told. It doesn't matter what your education is, where you live, or what you look like. Your ability is defined by what you choose to believe and nothing else, nothing more. Mend the fences around your money so that they are impenetrable to the thieves of negative beliefs, and you will see increase flow into your life like never before, even during what may appear to be some type of crisis. You know, Ralph Waldo Emerson said, to be yourself in a world that is constantly trying to make you something else is the greatest accomplishment. Yes. Isn't that it? Mm. Don't conform to... Whatever it is that the colonists or any negative source influencer is trying to take from you or to form you to become, it's what you believe about yourself. Let's just say some things out loud. You want to do that and work on some highest viewpoint affirmations. (laughs) Mend
1: some fences.
0: For mending fences for (laughs) the abundant life. Just say this. Say, I have an overflowing amount of peace.
1: I have an overflowing amount of peace. Of
0: love and joy in my life. Of
1: love and joy in my life.
0: I dwell in a state of love.
1: I dwell in a state of love.
0: And joy and abundant happiness.
1: And joy and abundant happiness. I
0: am blessed with an abundance of health, love, and joy.
1: I am blessed with an abundance of health, love, and joy.
0: I am deeply grateful for my life's wisdom.
1: I am deeply grateful for my life's wisdom. For
0: all things in my life.
1: For all things in my life.
0: Each day I wake up with the excitement of gratitude.
1: Each day I wake up with the excitement of gratitude. For the
0: abundance of wealth in my life.
1: For the abundance of wealth in my life.
0: I have an abundance of talents. I
1: have an abundance of talents and
0: gifts and gifts that are a benefit to the world. That are
1: a benefit to the world. I
0: am grateful.
1: I am grateful that I have
0: an abundance of money.
1: That I have an abundance of money.
0: Life is so generous to me.
1: Life is so generous to me. And
0: I am so grateful.
1: And I am so grateful. For the
0: abundance of so many blessings in my life.
1: For the abundance of so many blessings in my life.
0: I am worthy of an abundance of peace. I am
1: worthy of an abundance of peace. And of
0: love and joy.
1: And of love and of joy.
0: I continuously live in a state of gratitude.
1: I continuously live in a state of gratitude. For the
0: abundance of finances. For
1: the abundance of finances. That
0: continually replenish in my life.
1: They continually replenish in my life.
0: The natural world all around me.
1: The natural world all around me
0: is abundant.
1: It's abundant and generous. And generous. For that, for that I am grateful. I am grateful.
0: I'm generous with the abundance of my gifts. I'm generous with
1: the abundance of my gifts.
0: I have an abundance of gifts to share with the world.
1: I have an abundance <laughs> of gifts to share with the world.
0: Oh and I cultivate financial abundance naturally.
1: I cultivate financial abundance naturally. Megan Steve,
0: I am overflowing with gratitude. I'm
1: overflowing with gratitude for the
0: financial abundance in my life. For
1: all that financial abundance in my life,
0: I am lined up with life.
1: Hey, I'm lined up with life. And
0: I live in wonder.
1: And I live in wonder
0: and amazement. And
1: amazement at the
0: abundance at
1: the abundance of
0: all the blessings I receive.
1: Of all the blessings I receive.
0: Thank you for giving me everything I desire in my life.
1: Thank you for giving me everything I desire in my life. I'm
0: grateful that I am loved
1: grateful that I am love. And I
0: am joy. I
1: am joy. I
0: am happiness. I am happiness. I am peace. I
1: am peace. And I
0: am perfectly healthy in every way. I'm
1: perfectly healthy in every way. Wow, yes, so charged up and fired up after this podcast, (laughs) Mending Fences for the Abundant Life. If you do want to check out that 100-day guided manifestation journal that we've talked about quite a bit in today's podcast, you can do that at stephencanyon.com. It also makes a great gift, and it's available in digital and print.
0: And by the way, the world is being put back together right now, and I just know and I believe and I've received an unction that this virus thing is... Pretty much in the rear view mirror, so everybody just get your smile on and let's go after it together.
1: Yes, and let's believe that all together.
0: Mending fences for the abundant life.
1: Yes, boom, done, check. (laughs)
0: Sending out much love (laughs) to all you KB creators all around the world.
1: Love to all of you, and thank you, Steve, as usual, for all the wisdom.
0: Bye.